Okay, so it's that time of night when you plop on the couch to watch your favorite episode of Netflix, you have on your fuzzy socks and a whole bunch of blankets, and you're ready to Netflix and chill by yourself. And you reach for your favorite pint of ice cream and a spoon for a party of one, and then time goes by. So much so that not only did you finish that entire season of whatever you were just watching, but that whole pint of ice cream, and you're like, wow, great, going to bed, full and happy, and then the sun comes up, you wake up, and you feel awful. And you have probably a zit on your face, and you're kind of bloated, you're like, why? Why does this happen? Well, it's Precious Pioneer, and you're listening to Precious the Foodie, and today we're going to be answering, is it even possible to eat our way into a good mood? You're listening to Precious the Foodie. Okay, so I don't know about you, but as a kid, dinner time wasn't my favorite time. Um, My parents were the type of parents that made sure I cleared everything on my plate before I got up. And me being me, stubborn as a mule, would sit there for hours and hours and hours and hours. And it usually had something like vegetables or something weird on my plate. My mom's like, no, like you should eat it. It's really good for you. It's brain food. And I'm like, nah, it's gross. And looking back now, she's actually correct. I mean, duh, moms are there for a reason. But um, everything we consume is literally brain food. Food is fuel. But know that if you buy cheap gas, your car doesn't function as well and actually might cause problems for you in the future. It's the same concept for your brain. What you eat affects its function, including your mood. High quality foods with vitamins and minerals nourish your brain and actually help to limit the oxidation of your body. Think of the banana you left on your counter for a week. That's what happens to your body. But let's say every day you left that banana on the counter is a human equivalent of 10 years. It's why we get wrinkly and frail when we're old. But lucky for us, we can push that timeline a little further. Have you all ever seen that movie Tangled with that scene with the witch dramatically hair brushing? But I'm sure you see my point. When your body doesn't have the nutrients it needs, the oxidation process quickens and is referred to when waste in our bodies, also known as free radicals, attacks and deteriorate our cells. But the good news is there are antioxidants. Yay! I'm sure you've heard of it. They're usually incorporated in the superfood trends that explode every single year, like marketing propaganda, like, hey, I want you to buy blueberries, green tea, kale, kombucha, blah, 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 because it's really healthy for you and great for your body. But superfoods aren't practical to eat every single day with every single meal, and many things are in season all year round. And usually with these boom, with this boom, things are way more expensive than they usually are. And plus you'll get exhausted of eating the same thing all the time when there are so many other great foods to eat. So how does this information relate to our mood? Let's unpack this in a super simple way. Not the kind of way when you come home from a trip and your suitcase doesn't move for a month. (laughs) We're gonna keep it really simple. Our bodies produce serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter that helps regulate sleep, appetite, inhibit pain, and drum roll please, BDA our moods. 
90% of the serotonin is produced in our gastrointestinal tract, which is the route that all of our food takes as it strolls through our bodies until, you know, it's disposed of. That tract is filled with millions of little nerves. In our gut, there are billions of good bacteria that helps process our food and protect us from the bad bacteria, which is the bacteria that makes us sick. Because serotonin affects the mood in your brain and is also involved in how you digest food, the answer is yes. You can eat yourself into a good mood. Kind of. Though there is a neural pathway that travels between your gut and your brain, there's a catch. It's a double-sided sword. Just as food can put you into a good mood, it can just as easily put you into a bad one. According to a Harvard study, diets high in fruits, vegetables, unprocessed grains, fish, seafood, and modest consumption of meats and dairy are what yield the results we're looking for. They also note that includes the elimination of processed foods or refined sugars, which sounds unexciting and like I stole that from my second grade food pyramid. So let me explain. Good bacteria can only help to fight bad bacteria, which causes inflammation, which directly affects your moods and energy levels. Note that your mood is often associated with how you feel. Think about how those two are intertwined. Remember my ice cream example? There are many studies out there where scientists are studying fundamental ways of how certain foods impact our psych, but those kind of studies have only recently been taken seriously in the last 10 years because of experiments proving the direct correlation between food and mood is relatively new. Studies like the World Journal of Psychiatry, which outlines the antidepressant food scale, actually list nutrients like salmon, spinach, mussels, romaine, lettuce, and strawberries as a direct correlation to the prevention of depression. Though bizarre, it's founded on the concept of simple truths, that eating well equates to physically feeling good and then emotionally feeling good. But trust, I know it's challenging to eat well when you're running about to work, school, family, sports, responsibilities, and convenience is king in the modern world. Going to McDonald's on the way home is quick and easy rather than home cooking and isn't the most practical day in and day out. So to that, I have some pro tips. I truly believe that knowledge is power. So now that you know how food can directly affect your mood, you're already winning. But if you're going to eat, know exactly what you're eating. Think about limiting processed foods. That includes things like canned food, sugar-coated dry fruits, or chemical or color additives. Read labels. Instead of vegetable and fruit juices, try just eating fruits and veggies. Frozen fruit without added sugar also works as well. But can I be honest for a moment? I loathe frozen fruit in a grocery store. I hate that it's actually a thing. It's crazy expensive for no reason. So I have a penny pincher tip if you're really just trying to save money, maybe not so much on time. Instead of buying a $10 bag, tiny, tiny bag of a one variety fruit for your smoothies or whatever, just buy a $5 pack of strawberries, maybe a $4 thing of blueberries or blackberries, two or $3 on oranges, peel the ends, cut the tips, whatever you gotta do, throw it in a Ziploc bag and toss it in your freezer. And then you have so much. You can even buy a hand, I think it's funny that it's called a hand, a hand of bananas for what is it, like $3? And then it's just so cheap. Just do it that way, please. Do not ever buy frozen fruit. And you save plastic a little bit. Cause wow, that's just, okay, I digress, but that's just the worst. I hate that. 
as for your diet, now know that you don't have to change a single thing. But start to pay attention to how food makes you feel. Not just in the moment, but the next day. I'm definitely guilty of eating entire pints of ice cream and then feeling sluggish the next day or demolishing an equivalent to a bag of chips and waking up super bloated. Then my mind and my mood feels that lazy slowness and I want to sleep all day or go through the whole day just feeling blah. Moderation is everything, but we're all unique in this way. So truly listen to your body. When you notice something is off and you want to try something new, try it for a week or two. Dairy is something that causes a lot of acne and indigestion for a lot of people. If that's you, then quit dairy for a week. Life is about trial and error and will eventually stumble to a point of happiness. And I want you to feel that through food. Thank you so much for giving my show a listen. Don't forget to like it, share it with your friends, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.